I don't know if that's breaking news. I don't know if I should have said that or not. There's your there's your hot take for today. But um, but yeah, but um, we'll but edit that if we have to. We'll we'll okay, talk to Cheryl yeah. first. Ask, ask Cheryl about that first. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. um, love to get back with Alzheimer's of Tennessee. Man. Um, also a member of the Lions Club. It's Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans here with the Serving Senior Podcast. And this is the podcast where we highlight people that serve seniors and not just allow them just to survive in retirement, but but these are people that allow their seniors to, to thrive and have the kind of golden years in retirement that they need and the type that they deserve. And I've got my good friend, Christopher McClintock on here, and he is the owner operator of Comfort Keepers right here in middle Tennessee. And he actually helps people not just, not just get by in retirement. He actually helps people age in place in their home. So he'll share more about that, but Chris, thank you for jumping on here with us. How are you doing today? Fantastic, Matt. Thank you for having me, man. You're so welcome. Well, yeah. glad to glad to have you and look forward to learning more about you and your business. So I know you'll maybe give us some background on what you do and how you work, but maybe just share with people a little bit about your story. Love to hear your background if you could. Yeah, you know, it just I've got a core belief that, you know, we're we're here to clothe the naked, feed the hungry, care for the sick, you know, and it's just kind of my core belief in anything you know, that I'd want to do. I, um, I spent 20 years in the fitness industry, uh, owned a gym that's actually still there. And okay. I felt like I got to do that. You know, you got to help people develop a plan and then keep them accountable to that plan, show them how they could take baby steps to a big goal. Mm, wow. You know, and I feel like, um, after 20 years of doing that, I was able to continue to help my community and seniors in, in the same way. You know, there was, um, we go into a home where a family and a person might need some help and we develop a plan of care, you know, and then we, we execute that plan. So the family can, uh, can feel really good about their, their senior aging in place. Wow. That's awesome. Now t tell us about yourself. Are you from middle Tennessee or where's, where's home for you? Originally from Northern Ohio, Okay, a really small town with one stoplight. Oh wow! Uh, Plymouth, Ohio. My high school isn't even there wow. anymore. You're uh, recovering Oklahoma. Browns or Bengals fan? I bleed orange, man. Browns oh. fans for life. Okay, so, nice. I can tell you where I was sitting during the drive. Oh wow! You know? <laughs> hey, the good news: there's always next yeah. year, right? If you're that's a right. There's fan. always next year. There's always <laughs> the next. Drive. Just saying that about. I've been on this earth 46 years. Been saying that about 46 years. Okay. <laughs> And uh, then, uh, yeah, love the uh, Cleveland Indians. Grew up with them. Cleveland Guardians now. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's something that's always uh, that's special to my heart. Something that's, my dad did sitting on the porch so listening cool. to the Cleveland games. That's cool. All summer. Yeah. Um, I went to Kent State okay. University in Ohio. Antonio Gates, right? What's that? Antonio Gates. 
You know that name? Did he go there? I don't I don't know. Did he I go believe he State? played basketball there. Check my okay. you can Wikipedia my facts, but I believe he played basketball. Okay. I believe you, man. It's it's good. <laughs> and then um graduated from there in 2000 and moved down to Nashville in 2000. Mm-hmm. Thought I would live in Nashville and then Portland, Oregon, and then Portland, Maine, and then Texas and Florida. And I'm still here in Nashville. Wow. And I love it. I just love it. I just can't, I can't picture living anywhere else. That's so cool. What, what made you think yeah. you were going to travel? You know, you're, you're 22 years old and you just kind of want to see the world. And then um, coming from a small town, then you come to Nashville and it just had everything that, that I loved. It had the seasons. It had, um, it's a great place to start a business, you know, and just uh, really great people that would support you along the way. And just, it was really easy to make some meaningful relationships here. That's and that's awesome. what, I think that's what keeps you anywhere. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, we're glad to have you. Glad you're still here. Thank you. So uh, I like to ask just maybe if you could share what makes you all different and, and you personally, maybe okay. one or two things about your uh, superpower that may differentiate you from the competition in in your field that you work in now? I have been in this field now for not quite a year. Okay. And I have met a lot of my competition and they're all just, they're all so caring and Mm. they're all in this for the right reasons. That's awesome. You know, so it's, um, I feel really good about the space that I'm in now with, with uh, in-home. It's non-medical. Okay. In-home care. You know, but I think one thing that we do different is um, I'm very proud that with our caregivers, we pay the most in town. Okay. And therefore, we tend to get the best people in town and seasoned veterans and and all that. So for we get about 100 to 115 applications a week, you know, wanting to work for us. Wow. And we'll hire one or two okay. of those you know, a very qualified people that we feel exceptional about sending to someone to, to someone's home. One of our caregivers, you know, we know will go in, make a great impression and do a great job. Okay. That's awesome. I think that's what, uh, that's one thing I'm most proud of. And then um, we're one of the few in town that can do live in. Mm. So somebody that needs 24 seven care, you know, we have staff that will go live with somebody and just, you know, become part of the family. And really gives great 24-7 care. Man, that's awesome. So it sounds like so, you guys really help help your team members and then uh, definitely help your clients. Do you guys do much in the community or have aspirations to do community work? We are very involved with Alzheimer's of Tennessee. Okay. Shout awesome. out to Cheryl Blanchard, who does a wonderful job. She's going to be Alzheimer's. on here. She's going to be on here soon. Is she really? She's yeah. great. Yeah. You're going to love her. Um, just what a big heart you know, for those with Alzheimer's and dementia, she comes in and does all of our trainings for our caregivers on how to, you know, you know, show some love to a family that has Alzheimer's and dementia. Not only are you caring for the client, you're caring for the whole family. Wow. With that, she does, she does a great job, you know, educating our caregivers on how, you know, how we can best care for them. And then we, uh, yeah, we bring in other professionals in the area to also help our caregivers, but they've got a big event coming up in April. Hmm. It's going to be at Harlandsdale Farm. Okay. I don't know if that's breaking news. I don't know if I should have said that or not. There's your, there's your hot take. 
for today. But um, but yeah, but um, we'll but edit uh, that if we have to. We'll we'll okay, talk to Cheryl yeah. first. Ask, ask Cheryl about that first. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. um, love to get back with Alzheimer's of Tennessee. Man. Um, also a member of the Lions Club here okay. in town. So helping those that are that are blind or with uh shout out eyesight Kathy, issues. Huh? Shout out to Kathy. Kathy Grodi, absolutely. Yep. And Ryan Reed, who's the president. Okay. Right now, um, we have a golf tournament coming up. So we're gonna be raising funds for that too. So really try to get involved in the community quite a bit and volunteer. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? What um how are you involved in the community? Maybe you can give me some uh some inspiration, some good ideas how we can also get involved. Yeah, I think the the neat thing about this is there's def- different angles that you can take with it. And mm-hmm. what um what we really like to do is we've really dove into called the Senior Services Network. I think you've okay. been in some of those meetings. And mm-hmm. um, we've picked out several different groups and that's how we met Cheryl. So um, some of my answers are going to piggyback off of what you said is um, I think the Alzheimer's of Tennessee is where we really have our heart just based on what we see, how that unfortunately affects people in the senior community. And that's huge in our heart to serve that, that group. So thanks for asking. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That's a great group. I think some of my staff are involved in that as well. Yeah. So I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for asking, I guess, uh, just so people can know more about you too, Christopher and, and how you help maybe share an awesome story or two about how your team was faced with a situation with one of your clients and how you're able to help better their life and maybe better their family through what you guys do to help seniors. I think one of my favorite stories to tell is probably the reason I got involved Okay, was I had heard the story of a caregiver who was at a home with an elderly lady. And not only, um, you know, we'll do light housekeeping, you know, help them with bathing and toileting and things like that. But our whole goal is to, what we say, elevate the human spirit is what we want to do. And so the caregiver knew that uh, the senior liked to knit, but her hands didn't quite work the way that they used to Mm. anymore. So the senior taught the caregiver how to knit. And so the senior would hold the balls of yarn while the caregiver would knit, you know, and they had great companionship and great conversation during that. The caregiver would drive the senior to the yarn store and she'd pick out the colors that she liked. And together they would knit these blankets. And then they would, at the end, when the blankets were finished, they would go donate those blankets to the preemies and the babies at Vanderbilt Hospital. Wow. You know, and it just really kept that senior engaged, kept her doing all the things that she liked to do. But at the same time, you know, it, it gave her purpose. And we were able to um, just, yeah, just give her the tools to keep doing the things that she loved to do and elevated her spirit. Holy cow. That's yeah. awesome. And I thought I heard that and I was like, I got to be involved with, with what we're doing here. Just give people some some purpose. So that's one thing we also try to teach our caregivers is not only you know, are we there to do our job for the client and the family, but look for ways, you know, um, to continue to elevate their spirit. So if they love to cook, you know, we take them to the store so they can pick out all the things that they like. They get to do most of the work. We might help them get that nine by 13 in and out of the oven. Mm-hmm. You know, if it gets a little heavy or the, it's hot, you know, yeah. so everyone's safe. But at the same time, you know, then they get to continue to do the things they love and have purpose each day. Wow. 
That's awesome. Yes. That's really cool. Maybe give a little background to the people that are listening on just some examples of maybe not everything, but some examples of what kind of services do your caregivers provide? Um, Cause I don't know some people out there may be thinking, well, I may not be ready for a caregiver or my mom may not be ready for a caregiver, but you guys do a lot of things. They may not even know. Um, be good. To right. Share. Any kind of activity of daily living that someone needs, you may notice they can't quite button their shirt the same is sometimes when they're when they're bathing or showering it's nice to have someone just outside the door mm. just in case there is an accident if they are a fall risk um you know if they have problems at night you know getting up and getting to the bathroom okay we are people can spend the night with them as well so just kind of um if they see um quality of life kind of going down in terms of you know their apartment or their house isn't as clean as it used to be, you know, they can't quite care for their pets, you know, as well as they should, you know, that's where we can kind of come in and kind of, you know, fill in the gaps that way. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So what are some of the ways that you and your company, you know, help fill in those gaps for families? Yeah. Good, good question. So our, our specialty is we work with seniors, those folks that are 62 and older and, you know, Christopher, unfortunately, um, everything that you and your company does is fantastic. Unfortunately, it's a business, so it costs money. And You're right about that. Are, yeah. Yes. Uh, now you charge, you know, prices are good, everything. You guys take great care of people. The challenge is it does cost money. And we've we've found that unfortunately a lot of people don't have the um, I guess you could say the retirement, or they don't have uh, get the level of care that they really need. They try to get the one they think they can afford. And unfortunately, you know, what they can afford a lot of times leads to um, more injuries, more issues. You know, if they don't have someone like your team sitting there with them and they stumble, how long are they going to be there? You know, they could get hurt. So those are all challenges. But that's all because not because they don't want someone, but they feel like they can't afford it. And so that's where we come in for any type of senior services. Um, There are alternative financing options. And that's where we what we do is so a lot of people, if they're in their 60s or 70s, most of them have been in their home for a good amount of time. And with the way the market is right now, they should have a good amount of equity. So what we do is we teach them how to take that equity that they have and be able to turn it into a tool that they can actually use to pay for in-home care, they could pay sure. for if they have to hospice, uh, or they could actually just pay for some fun. Cause I know a lot of people yeah. uh, in today's world could use a little bit more of that. So yeah, right. great, great question. Yeah. What a blessing, man. Just be able to pro- provide people some, some options. Yep. You know, when they, when they may feel like they don't have any, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I, I guess yeah. maybe a question for you, if you talk, if 10 people call into your, in your service, I mean, what do you, uh, what's the biggest challenge that you have from getting them from, Hey, I need someone to actually getting you guys in the door and starting the, uh, starting the care process. I think most people, we get a lot of phone calls because, um, there's just a few of us in town that are kind of top tier, you know, and, you know, they kind of get two questions right off the bat, you know, do you serve this area and how much are you? Okay. You know, and, um, like I said, one of the things we like to do is we like to pay our caregivers the most so they can really make a decent living doing this. But with that means we have to charge a little more. Mm. So we're not going to be the cheapest in town, you know? So um, typically, 
you know, government assistance and all that won't pay for what we do. So typically it's private pay okay. and long-term care policies. And Got so it. sometimes price can be a bit of a hurdle Got for it. us. So not only do we, but then we try to work within their budget if we can and work within their policy, you know, but then it's also great to have people such as yourself that, you know, can provide, you know, alternative solutions to, you know, making sure people can get the best care, yep. you know, at, you know, cause you're going to kind of get what you pay for. Right. You know, and um, it's great that we can, uh, you know, possibly work together yeah. you know, to get people the best care that they need. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. What yeah. uh, out of 10 people that call in, I guess, how many of them end up having a long-term care policy? Just round numbers you think from when you talk to people? I'm going to say one or two. Okay. Probably have long-term care policies. Um, there's been a lot of long-term care companies that have kind of gotten out of the game mm. a little bit. And um, it sounded like a great idea 25, 20, 25 years ago, you know, but with uh, with technology and I think better eating and, and all that, people are living longer. And so now there's like about maybe four or five companies that that's all they focus on is long-term care policies. Um, and again, that's something that probably had to start a while back, mm. you know, with your planning. So, um, I'm, I'm, and I'll just say, I'm speculating a little bit on that, you know, but out of 10, maybe one or two will have that long-term care policy mm -hmm. and yeah. everyone else is probably going to private pay. Yeah, makes sense. And then I even, you know, when I talk to financial advisors and insurance agents, they normally say that even if you're in your 30s, 40s, and especially in your 50s, only anywhere between two and three out of 10, maybe four could even get approved for long-term care. And then the next hurdle is once you see the premium, do you want to pay for that possible use of that, right? So there's right. lots of hurdles for sure. Exactly. Exactly. You know, now what, what we see is people that have invested, you know, during that time, you know, previously now recouping that investment, they really get to have a great quality of life. Hmm. You know, if they have that long-term care policy, you know, and we always look for ways to stay within those hours or that, you know, that monthly budget that they have. So they feel like they're getting the care they need, but then in the end, they're not really coming out of pocket that much. Yeah. Yeah, and they're great tools if you can find the right one and get approved. That that's a good. We'll have we'll have to have someone like that on the uh, on the podcast here in the future. Right, I've got a couple of names for you that I can recommend. That would be a, a great a great resource for you. That sounds good. We love to have them on there. And then yeah. you know that's where we would step in. Let's say they have long term care, but it only covers maybe a certain number of hours, or maybe they unfortunately didn't get it or didn't get approved for it. That's where we can look at how could we use the home equity to pay for what you guys do is where we'd come. Exactly. Out. Yeah, yep. exactly. One other uh, area that we love to serve is our veterans. Oh, that's as awesome. Well. We're Tell us more about that. Yeah, we're in with the VA. Um, so if somebody has served 31 days or mm. more, they're eligible for VA benefits. So thank you for your service. Yeah you know, and, uh, allow us to serve you now. So, um, if you're the, if you served or you're the spouse of someone who served, you're also eligible for benefits. Okay. So, and it just, uh, and then it just depends. It could be between eight and 12 hours a week, could be 20 hours a week. You know, um, there's lots of professionals that, that will help you work through all that paperwork, you know, and that's another, um, Bless. Uh, it's really a blessing to be able to to do that for our veterans. So, 
Yeah, that's great. I'm I'm sure that's a mis, uh, misunderstood benefit that they have as well. Do you have some contacts if someone has questions on that that you could get people to? Absolutely. Um, one of our favorites is Mary Ross Tarkington here in town um, of Veteran Benefits, and she will um, help people through that paperwork and process of um, getting them approved, you know, so then they can get the services that they deserve. Mm, that's awesome. Okay. Good. And you mentioned in town, we talked about Nashville, maybe share with everyone your um, areas where you go, you know, where people can uh, get in touch with you, reach out, but also to maybe what parts of town would be good to hear. Yeah, I'm blessed to own uh, four territories in the middle Tennessee area. You know, Comfort Keepers is a worldwide franchise. And so my territories go from up near Clarksville, clear down to almost to Chattanooga. Okay. So we can serve the whole Middle Tennessee area. Um, and like I said, we're one of the few who are, um, we have enough caregivers to serve the area. Okay. Man, that's awesome. Good. So yeah, so while we're located right here in, you know, my office is right here in Brentwood, Tennessee, and we have another office in Nashville. You know, we, um, we're we blessed to be able to just serve all the surrounding areas. Gotcha. Well, no, earlier you mentioned about um, Alzheimer's of Tennessee, which is a great resource for people. Um, do you, any other resources that are especially for seniors or maybe people taking care of seniors that are good just to kind of have people bookmark? Yes. Yeah, so there's two I love to highlight is since we do non-medical, there are two that we really love. One is uh, that do medical and one is uh, NP house calls. Okay. Does a great job if someone needs, you know, skilled nursing okay. in their home. And another is independent, uh, Jan Norby here in town does skilled okay. nursing. And she is a great nurse that her heart is so big. And she just loves to go in and spend time and help families. And um, so those that need skilled nursing, um, NP House Calls and Jan Norby do such a great job. Great okay. community partners to have. Nice. Maybe what level of care would they provide just so people know? One thing that we can't do is we can't give shots. We can't give medications, you know, um, and things like that. And that's something that a nurse can do. Okay. You know, so they can go in if somebody needs um, shots, evaluations, they can even, if someone has a long-term care policy, they can even go in and get them approved for that long-term care policy. It has to be uh, skilled nurses. Okay. that do that. So, and that's kind of out of the range of what we do, but then, you know, they communicate with us that this is what these person needs on the non-medical side. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So they could do the medical part and then you guys could still come in and spend time with the people to keep falling and help them cook and those type of things. Exactly. They might go into a home once a month, you know, or once every two weeks, you know, to, to administer what needs to be done. And then, uh, and then we're more of the day to day, you know, keep people from falling, you know, keeping their home clean, um, and different things like that, helping those with those activities of daily living. Okay. Awesome. That makes, that makes sense. You know, Chris, just so people kind of have a, a accurate picture, do you have maybe one or two more stories of specific clients that you're working with now about how you guys help just so people could have a picture of what it's like to work with you guys? Yes, one gentleman uh, now is, uh, he's 99 years old. He's a veteran, works out five days a week. 
Oh my God. You know, just, uh, unfortunately his, his eyesight is failing him mm. a little bit and he's having trouble driving. Okay. You know, so what we're doing is helping him, taking him through that process since being a veteran of getting those benefits, it's called aid and attendance Wow! right now. So we can, um, you know, provide those services and it's going to be of no charge to him. Then what's, what's impressive to me is he's so humble. He says, I don't need to use those. Those are the VAs for people who need it. Wow. You know, and I was like, sir, you have served you, you deserve it. Yeah. You know, and I just think it's that I'm inspired. It's that, that humbleness, you know, that he wants to even so not take up resources that could be used for others. Sure. It's probably that, that same humbleness, which caused him to want to serve our country at, at the same time and just be selfless that way. So I, I just, it's a blessing to be able to, you know, talk to these people and get inspired each day, you know, how I can be a better person. That's so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That gets you out of bed in the morning, doesn't it? Yeah. Tell me about one of yours. What's been a success story of someone that you've helped along the way? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for asking me. So one of our um one of my favorite ones is we had a, a client that that reached out and she owed um she owed about twenty thousand dollars on her house, but still was had a hefty payment due every single month. And um, you know, she reached out because she said that her body was telling her it was time to retire, but her bank account and her investment portfolio was probably telling her she'd probably never be able to retire. Oh no. So, but she she said, I have all this equity. You know, what are there's got to be something that I could do with all this equity. So we analyzed it and looked at, you know, home equity lines of credit, you know, 30-year fixed cash out refinances, the whole nine yards, and all of them would have saddled her with a large payment. So it makes it hard to retire with a huge mortgage payment. So none of that worked. Right. So she had um, her mortgage payment was around a thousand dollars a month, but she was paying about two thousand to help pay it down faster. So mm. we were able to come in with one of our um, the home equity conversion uh, FHA mortgage, and we paid off her mortgage. So that means she was able to stop making that. She was making about two thousand. She didn't have to make that payment anymore. Um, we were able to give her ninety thousand dollars of lump sum at closing. And wow. the way it works is you get access to the other half of your money a year later. So she actually okay. has a $100,000 line of credit uh, one year later, and we still left 300000 in equity in her house because it's it's required on the program. And then we also were able to, the equity will transfer to her kids if anything happens to her. So basically, she still owns the house, has lots of upside. Now she doesn't have a mortgage payment. She has liquidity. She has cash. And 30 days later she was retired when she didn't think she could retire. Wow. Is that a typical turnaround time about 30 days? Yeah. It just depends on, you know, really on these programs depends on if they understand it, how many questions they have. Um, okay. But you know, with someone like what's working with you guys, that has a, a quick need that needs it quickly. So in that 30 to 45 days, depending on there is a class they have to take. So depending on how quickly they can get their class scheduled and how quickly they can get an appraiser out there. I see. Usually in that I time see. frame. Okay. Yeah, we love. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we love. Yeah. it's fun. Well, thanks for asking Fantastic. me that, sir. And yeah. I guess before we run, maybe share with people um, how to get in touch with you guys. Maybe your best contact information. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're on the we're on the web, so we're really easy to find. Um, we do a really good job of making sure that if you type in Comfort Keepers or in home care in Nashville 
we're going to be pretty easy to find. Okay. You know, so definitely look for us on the web, Comfort Keepers. And then our number is 615-942-8907. Um, you can, we can be reached and have two fantastic salespeople, not even salespeople, um, client care advocates that will go to the home and just meet to see if it'll be a good fit, no obligation and, um, and see what kind of care a person needs. Um, so we're happy just to meet with anyone who feels like they might want to just talk it through and see what some options are. Wow. That's great. And Kurt, well, thank you for visiting with us. We appreciate your time today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. What a treat. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening and watching here on the Serving Seniors podcast. This is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans. It's where we focus on helping clients not just survive their retirement, but thrive in retirement. And where we come in is the financing piece. So whether they have a mortgage, we can make that payment optional. If they have cash flow options, we can actually help pay off other bills. And and most importantly, our goal is just to make sure that they have the type of retirement, not that they can just afford, but the one you really want them to have, the one that they deserve based on all the years they've put in. So uh, great to have you here on the podcast and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you, Christopher. Take care. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, home of Retirement Mortgage Solutions. And we really do appreciate you checking out the Serving Seniors podcast today. Now, please go to the description down in the body uh, of the podcast where you can subscribe to get future shows. Please click that notification button so you get notified when other shows drop. And also, if you can go to servingseniorspodcast.com, and we'd love to hear a comment about our show. We have a heart to serve seniors and we have a heart to make sure seniors don't just survive retirement, don't just get by in retirement. We want to show seniors how to thrive in retirement. So if you know of anyone that's 55 and older that could use some extra cash flow, maybe the retirement's not going the way that they like, our retirement mortgage solutions are designed for folks, and depending on the state, they're either 55 or 62 and older, to make sure that they have that kind of retirement that they want. As long as they own a home and they're in a good equity position, there could be some solutions that they may not have thought about, or maybe they've thought of and they just didn't know how they work. That's what we do. So anyone in that age group that could use some mortgage advice, my team and I would love to be able to help them. Thanks again, and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Have a great day.